Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Another week of footy done and dusted. The great Gurino joins me. Guru, how was the weekend, mate? It's great, mate. I uh, went through a fair whack of footy. I think I watched 13 games of footy on the weekend mm. from NRL Mates Grand Final. Shout out to Bondi United who won their under-18s Grand Final last night at Leichhardt Oval. Oh, nice. Big evening. Good any, fun. Uh, any young whippersnappers that could be anything? There's a couple there that could be anything. <laughs> uh, I won't mention mine, embarrass them. Uh, my brother had a handy game, so I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll keep it quiet. So the young Gurina could be anything. Mate, he, you know how you normally, uh, a younger brother maybe overtakes you when they're 15, 16? Yeah. I think he had me at about six fucking months. He, uh, <laughs> he's uh, on the floor with me. Hey, well, he can't watch footy the way you watch footy, though. No way. No one can. <laughs> and the great Timmy. He, fuck, he's got a pep in his step. He's fucking, <laughs> look, look at that smile. Oh, look at the smile on his cunt's face. Yeah. Rightio. You boys laughed at me the week before and I said that the... Uh, the might, there was a bit of finals fever down in the capital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a week, a week, fresh up from a spell, missed out last week. <laughs> I, uh, mate, good to be back on, and it, it was a good, good weekend for us Raiders fans. So, mate. but as uh, a few blokes pointed out on social media <laughs> last night, we've still got to get through the Tigers at Lycan Oval. <laughs> so, there's a bit to do. Okay, yeah. Look, hey, I will remind the audience. I will take you back ten weeks. And I said the Raiders had turned the ship around. Mm. And no one wanted to get on the board. No one wanted to get on board. Timmy, you didn't believe. Now you believe. Oh, absolutely, I believe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, did, you did call it. Uh, and they, they hadn't seemingly done a lot. But, mate, just uh, in Ricky we trust. Oh, mate. they. You know what? Out of, to be honest, like, yes, I'm fucking devastated Broncos are out. And it's, you know, unacceptable the way that they went out. But at the end of the day, like when you look at those two sides losing to finals footy, who deserves it more? The Rays do. They fought tooth and nail. Like, yeah, they had some poor... Like, even the Newcastle game, they're down by fucking 20 or whatever. Come out, fight, wasn't the best game. And, you know, that's the, that's the difference. That's the difference. So, you know, you still got to beat the Tigers, but the Broncos still have to beat the Dragons, which I'd, honestly, it's a 50-50 game, even though the Dragons were, 
yeah, weren't the best yesterday. They got the win, snuck through. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the Raiders deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. Top eight, Roosters and South both locked their positions in the top eight. Um, what should we talk about first, Broncos and Raiders or Roosters and South? We'll oh, get it out of the way. Band-aid off, huh? Let's rip it off. Let's <laughs> rip it off. The Broncos' huge loss. The Raiders' huge win means the Raiders have jumped the Broncos into the eight. And matter of fact, if both teams win, essentially the Raiders stay in. It's pretty insane to think that the Broncos need to win. Like, they could have lost by 20 and still most likely made the finals if they beat the Dragons. The Dragons didn't look great on the weekend, even though they got the win. Um, Broncos, absolutely shocking. Raiders, a a fantastic win. I'll, I'll, I'll... Go to you first, Timmy. Thoughts on the Raiders and, and them being based... Well, not locked in, but, you know, be tough to push out now. Yeah, so if we do knock off the Tigers at Leichhardt, and as I said, there's still plenty that needs to happen for that to happen. Like, mm. We'll see how it pans out. But basically, if we lose to the Tigers this weekend, as far as I'm concerned, we don't deserve to play finals footy. Mm. Um, let's say we, we if we won by six points or so, Brisbane would have to win by close to 50 against the Dragons not to happening. jump them percentage-wise. Yeah. So... Look, the fate's in our own hands. We've a couple of just crazy results over the last few weeks have landed for us, but we've won. We've had a really good stretch of six Mm. to eight weeks. So we've earned the right, I think, to play finals footy as it stands. And the performance we put up on the weekend was, you know, we, the Raiders historically, even over their last sort of three or four years of good finishes, win a lot of games by two and four and six points. So to go out there and put a score on when we needed it most, it was like, all right, sweet, we do have points. In. We're a grindy, gritty side that loves to win tight. That's the style of footy we play. Mm. But to put points on, it was it was really good to see. Everything we did came off in that game. It yeah. was. I tell you what, I think Raiders are a scary team to play mm. in the finals because out of all the finals teams, they're probably the least, you know, least favoured. Mm. Yep. But they have the team to just take it to another team. You know, they have – Ricky can get the boys firing, you know, so it, it's it's going to be scary. If they make the eight, which they most likely will, I wouldn't want to play them. I really they, wouldn't. They go in, don't they, as like the genuine underdogs of the eight. Like every other side in that, you can make a strong case for that, you know, they've got a grand final in them. The Raiders, mm. they're going – a lot of supporters and fans be saying, oh, the Raiders are making up numbers in the eight, and yep. fine, so be it. Mm. Maybe this is our grand final making the eight, but at the same time, we'll be – if things eventually and we make it to week one of the finals, we'll be going in there with nothing to lose. Mm. What do you think about the uh, Raiders essentially making the eight? Yeah, well, I was just doing some quick maths, and it looks like the four and against, they're, they're up on the Broncos by 43 points. Mm. So if they do win next week, as he said, if they win by six, it will be around that 49-point mark. So it's going to be tough. Mate, I'm also looking at the top four. You've got Penrith, Cronulla, Cowboys, and then fourth will either be Melbourne or Parramatta. If you're in the top four and you lose week one, week two is going to be a nightmare. I don't know who I would want to play out of Roosters, Bunnies, Canberra. Like, it's yeah. it's going to be tough. Well, honestly, right now for me, Roosters at sixth are the second favourite to win. Like, yeah, well, I, I agree. I'm, I'm you know you. what I mean? Yeah. That's how hectic this is. They've beaten the Storm. They're on a seven-game win streak. They they like they even could have played better against the Storm. Like, mm-hmm. the Storm had them on, on the ropes for quite a while and they managed to defend. So you're right. Like that second week, getting a red hot roosters. 
Holy I shit. I mean, you, you could take teams one to seven, put them in a hat and pick out two, or, and pick out Penrith and then someone else, and I'd go, yeah, I can see that as a grand final. Yep, It's sure. crazy. Like, and, and even Canberra, like, as you said, I thought yesterday was their most impressive game they've played in a long time mm-hmm. as far as scoring points. Like, the way they were hitting their short sides and they were just – normally you're so clunky and you win ugly – it was, it was almost uncambry the other day. Yeah, absolutely. Like Raiders the other day played like a top eight side. Like they really like they put a manly team to the absolute sword. And I'd argue that even Penrith would have scored around that margin. You know what I mean? The margin that they won by was even a top four margin. Um, and so yeah, Raiders incredible. Um, Broncos. I'll get your guys' thoughts first. <laughs> thoughts, crew on the Broncos. Just before we get to that, wouldn't it just be the greatest middle finger to you of all time if the Tigers beat you next week? It, it can happen. Is like, it really, like, it's at Leichhardt, oh, isn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm telling you, as a, as a long-serving uh, Raiders fan, there's not, a, there's not a Raiders fan out there who's confident <coughs> going into this game. Like mm. we, We've blown things all over the place, and we've... I just... Who knows what the, the Tigers are going to throw up in this one? Who's no, who knows what the Raiders are going to throw up? You know, Jimmy Tamu gets off, so he gets his farewell game. Miracle. Uh, mate, I, as I said, the Raiders should be winning, but we are a long way from locked into this final spot. Yeah. Oh, the Broncos. I so, Like Sunday, I uh, believe it's Sunday afternoon. I think it is. Leichhardt Oval, farewelling a handful of players at the Tigers. Like, if they can't get up for it, they'll get up for nothing. So, we'll see. See, I, I'm, I'm pretty, like, I think the Raiders smash them to smithereens. Mm. Like, I really do. They no. should. I'm, I'm sure. I don't think anyone's yeah. arguing that. We should have just, smashed the Knights yeah. last weekend as well, but we did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I just think the Raiders look red hot. They look like they're on they're they're on Ricky's wavelength. They look confident. They look like they're having fun. They they everything looks positive for them. Like it really looks like they're enjoying their footy and they're playing for each other. There's a team bond there. Um, no, so I think they win by a substantial margin. Future immortal Hudson Young will get us there. Yeah, Hudson Young, he'll do something crazy. Oh. The big fella. Mate, how good's he been? Anyway, we'll get to him, we'll get to him later in the, on the Broncos. Guru, what do you think, mate? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've said it the last few weeks. I just can't believe how it's played out. Sitting here five or six weeks ago thinking they'll be unlucky to miss the top four. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's, oh, you can probably talk about it more than me, but I'm disappointed. <coughs> I can't imagine how you're fucking feeling. Oh, mate, I'm gutted, absolutely gutted. And it's not even about the eight. It's about it's about when everything was on the line, that's what we turn up and dish out. Like, even if we got beaten by the storm and the eels, that's okay. Like, all right, we got beaten, we made a lot of progress, but what we dished up for our fans and our community is just unacceptable. Like, over 100 points in two weeks, over 100 missed tackles in two weeks, um, it's, it's not befitting of the Broncos jersey. And they've let the past players down. Not me. Like, they haven't let me down because, like, fuck me. I've barely played any games. I'm talking about the legends that made that Broncos jersey famous. Unfortunately, they let them down. They've let them down. Mate, what kills me is, like, you, you come out and, and you get played off the park in the first half. You go in at halftime to regroup. They come out and they get worse. There's just... There's some, there's, it's concerning. It's concerning. It's very 2020-esque. Like, it's... Yeah, I can't believe how it's played out. Mm. What about you? Yeah, they're just like I'd lo- love to sugarcoat it, but it's as a bloke who's grown up as a diehard New Wales Blues fan, um, New South Welshman, yeah, to see a Queensland side slip out, it is what it is, to see him slip out of the eight, I'm stoked about it. 
But as a non-biased, <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, 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 it's fair. It's fair. As as a rugby league fan, taking all bias out of the equation, it's I'm gutted for the Broncos in that sense because yeah, we've spoken about it all year in depth about what they've done to turn this club around and what Kevy's done over the past 12 months to to have them sitting top four. The way they'll come out and playing uh, weeks where early on in the season you thought, you thought, oh, it's all off the back of Adam Reynolds' brilliance. But then they went through games without him there where they were still just clinical and playing brilliant footy. They obviously lost him early on in that game. Thought, all right, no, no, they've done it without him <coughs> this season. Maybe they can regroup. And to see them uh, drop down the way they have, it's been so disappointing. And like we'll, we'll sum them up give it in a week's time when things finish up. But oh, it's just, yes, yeah, so disappointing for the Bronx. I think in this competition... Like it is so hard to pull yourself off the bottom. Mm. You look at the last few years, your Tigers, your Titans, your Warriors. Like even Canterbury, you look at the moves they've made this year, everything they've done. Like they're sitting twelfth, and mm. I think they've done well this year. Mm. Like it is so hard to pull yourself off the bottom of this competition. The Broncos somehow managed to do it, and like they finished ninth. But it still feels like a disappointment now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Just for a bit of context, so today is the 29th of August. On the 30th of July, so one month ago, the Broncos played the Tigers and going into that game was sitting in fourth. Yeah. That's where it all went, went pear-shaped. Yeah. We, we won against the Eels and then I think just players got comfortable. You gave know, it to the Eels. Yeah, too, absolutely gave it to it. And it was a fantastic performance. We went down to Sydney and did it. Like it was all good. Mm. And then players just got comfortable. You know, everyone started patting each other on the back. How great are the Broncos? We've just towed up a premiership. Brett, um, and yeah, this is what we turn out. We had a discussion a month ago, Pat Carrigan or Payne Haas. Hasn't no. that been answered? <sighs> like with all due respect to Payne, but yeah, Pat Carrigan Payne's, is just an out-and-out -out leader. Yeah, Payne's does. worked his absolute yep. ass off. And like statistically and all that kind of stuff, he's one of the best front rowers we've ever seen. But sometimes there's these intangibles that... Paddy just brings. There's just an intangible thing that he brings in the playing group. Um, yeah, it is. It's shocking. It's. Uh, it's just. It's. It's disappointing because they've let themselves down. That's the thing. Like, they've they've proven <coughs> that they can go out and take it to the best teams in the comp. And then, just the last two weeks, I just I, I would love to get a read on what is going on there. Like, are people becoming too comfortable? Is there something in the playing group that's – is there a divide or is they not listening to Kevy? Because, like, I just don't know how you can go from a month ago being a red-hot favourite. Some even saying a premiership threat. Now, I didn't think they were a premiership threat this year, but uh, I thought they'd definitely make the A uh, after seeing what they'd done. It's just – it's really – it's just so disappointing. There's no other word. I have no – I'm almost, like, spent from energy from it. It's just the most disappointing way to end a year. Um you know, now with the recent the rumours coming out about some players maybe being upset about, you know, Kevy giving a spray. I'm just I hope that's not true. I really, really hope that's not true. Um I really, really hope that is not true because what the past players have done to to make that jersey so famous and make it uh what it is today and then for a spray to upset you, like the fact that that even got out, if it is true, would be really upsetting. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try to reserve my comments on it, if because I don't know that it's true, um, because if it is true, I have some strong comments. <laughs> no, for sure. And I mean, if you're conceding a hundred points in two weeks when you got finals around the corner, mm. 
Let's just hope it's not true. Let, let's hope yeah. it's, it's an exaggeration and it's, it's something that's, you know, uh, through the grapevine and it just made a bigger deal than what it really is. I'm, I'll leave it, we'll just leave it there. But I will say that, like, if that is true, you should not be in a Broncos jersey. It's that simple. On the top eight race with the Bronx, um, <clears throat> as I said, the Broncos don't necessarily need the Raiders to lose. Now, it seems almost unfathomable that they come out and put a cricket score on the Dragons, but it is still somewhat in their hands that if they come back, Carrigan back, hopefully Cobbo back, and they're fired up and they can come down and put a 50-point margin on the Dragons in Sydney... It can be done. They're not, yeah. they're, you know, they're not playing a top four side. I know it seems to stretch. They don't deserve to make the eight, though. No, that they don't. You know, so like even if, even if, like, the fact that they got pumped by sixty and then fifty points, <clears throat> if they can't get up for that game after getting pumped by sixty, mm. I, I honestly don't even think they're going to be able to get up for this one. That's how far gone this playing group seems to be, unfortunately, or at least some of the playing group. Matt, like Matt, how exciting would it be now? The Broncos, I believe, play before the Raiders this weekend. If they come out. 20 minutes into the game, they're up 26-0 and you just start twiddling your fingers Dreaming. and toes. Daring to dream. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't look. it crazy though? Like, <clears throat> what'd you finish last year? 15th? 14th? Uh, 14th. So like, to get to 9th, it's a, it's a pretty good effort. Mm. But when you take in the context of their season, it's crazy. Like yeah, it's well, it, like it is. But I think also it's a good effort by last year's standards. Yeah, yeah. So we have moved into a new era. Not even a new era. But it's just, if we accept that that is okay, if we go, oh, yeah, yeah, sweet, like we made ninth, I'm not saying that you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Then that's pathetic. That's yeah. pathetic. But, but it is like, if, if they were sitting 13th, 12th for the vast majority of the season, they finished ninth, we'd be going, oh, it's a good effort to get to where they were. But, like, it's a positive that Brisbane have set their standards higher than that now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. But at the same time, like, as soon as you prove that you're actually better than that, that becomes irrelevant. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's good that it has, though. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, has it? Because we're fucking just slipped out of the eight and got mm. pumped by record margins. Like, that's the concerning thing. Mm. Have, have we really set the standard? I, I don't think we have. And that's, that's the problem. I think midway through the year, there's a lot of players in that team that thought they were a lot better than what they were. And that the, the, play, the whole team, like, you've got to blame the whole team. They thought they were way further along than they were. And it proved, the last couple of weeks have proven that we are nowhere near as long as, as long as, Far along as we thought we were. What changes you got next year? Is it Reese Walsh coming in? Is that it? We got Walsh at fullback. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I'd say. Um, see, the roster roster wise, I think um, we're fine. Like for a top eight, for sure. Yeah. Mm. I think we'd still probably maybe one more big recruit would be good. Yeah. Um, you know, there have been whispers that if. Has wants a million dollars and he goes elsewhere, that maybe the Broncos have a crack at Munster, which I think would be. A really really good thing but then you've got to say okay where does ma'am fit does he play 14 for a couple of years and then munster and uh ma'am jump into the halves together um but the roster is not the issue in my opinion um it's just i just i can't believe it i cannot believe how quickly it's changed it's there's something there must be something going on internally to you can understand one off every now and then you get pumped or whatever as a young side but to go this far downhill this quickly, something that must have gone on. Like I don't, I don't get it. I do not get it. Like I remember after that Parramatta game, like I wasn't even that impressed because that was who the Broncos were. Mm. It was who they'd shown us throughout the year that they were a team that could take on another top eight side and really give it to them. Like, yeah. And then within a month, 
They're the polar opposite. Like record, back to back. 50 plus beatings, like at Suncorp. <laughs> I just, I cannot anyway, we'll move past it. But it's extremely disappointing and um, there needs to be some soul searching. There needs to be some soul searching. Uh, I think that Paddy Carrigan obviously is a huge loss. Um, yeah. It's just hard. To, it's hard to comment because I don't know what's going on internally. I would just love to to hear what what is the concerns from the players that are struggling. Like, what, are they not liking certain tactics? Are they like why a month ago we're all bought in and then a month later we're not bought in? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Um, now to the Roosters and South, they both locked their positions in the top eight. Far out. Um, look, South South were they got the job done and that's that's really good. But I'll tell you what, Roosters are looking fucking red hot. Mm. Red hot. Yeah, I, I you know, South won the other night. I didn't think they were overly impressive. I thought that, that they were pretty far off where they'd like to be. The Roosters, though. Fuck, they're looking scary. When when they announced their team last week and I saw Rhea Hargraves, Matt Lodge, then on the bench you still had Takiaho and uh, Lindsay Collins. Like, is that the best, you know, big four in the comp? In oh, the middle? sure. It's got to be. They're going to lose Collins now, which will make it tough. But <coughs> mate, they, they've managed to keep their head above water for the last six weeks without Takiaho or Collins. Just getting Takiaho back, getting him fit, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, and, and to beat like you know, I know Collins is going to be out for a few weeks, but he had a pretty poor game. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's that it's not like he came back and was the difference. Mm. Um, and like we, we know what Takiaho is capable of once he gets some match. And he was under great on the he was yeah. great on the weekend. Um, mate, the the Roosters are looking. Look, to be fair, though, I thought the Storm played not poorly at all. I thought they played, but they made a bunch of errors, mm. 14 errors. Um, but the Roosters, they're, they're, uh, they're looking red hot. They are yeah. looking red hot. And I got a lot of shit when I kept saying, uh, Robbo's tinkering, he's tinkering, it's going to come good. But right now, right now, if I had to pick the grand final, I'd say Roosters-Penrith right now. Obviously, that week's a long time in footy. They could come out next week and play terrible and we're all sitting here going, yep. you know, how good are the Rabbitohs? They just pounded them. Like, and the Rabbitohs recently seen David the Wood over the Roosters. Yeah, uh, won the last four against the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. But far out, they look good. So, I mean, what a top eight, seriously. Um, the, the, it's, it's, it's one of the best top eights. Like... <laughs> In most other years, if you've got 14 wins or 13 wins, you, you should be in the top eight. But yeah. because it's so tight, like it's just to think some of the teams that limped in last year with a, with a, a losing record. Was it 11 and 14 or something? It was 10 and 10 14. 10 and 14. Yeah. So then either the Raiders or Broncos are a chance at missing out, are likely to miss out with a 14 and 10 record. Yeah. And yeah. so like, for example, the record that got you into a final last year is basically is basically eleventh is manly. Oh. It's like one they've they've won nine, so you add a game, obviously. But like that that record last year could get you in. It's just crazy. It's unbelievable. It's, and the gap, like you know, the the gap between eighth and tenth is two wins, so it's a, a substantial gap. Well, like the finals were decided last year. Oh, just two and a half weeks out, like yeah. it was. So it's good. It's good for footy fans. I will say a silver lining as a footy content, I guess, creator or whatever. Mm. Um, for me personally, a silver lining and still devastated. But at least I can just enjoy the final psych without having to deal with a fucking heartbreak. Like I've dealt with the heartbreak watching on the weekend. That mate, I have. I I can't remember the last time I was that devastated about rugby league. Because like when we were struggling, it was like, oh, 
we struggle now. We're a bad club. Now it's like you give all this hope just yeah. to get absolutely crushed. Um, and so I'll tell you what, I'm lucky I didn't do any review that night. <laughs> that whole playing group would have hated my guts. I would have been out here ranting and raving, going, what the fuck? You should see me notes. Just got to settle down after. I've seen the notes. It's funny. <laughs> um, I've, just, I've just gone back on the ladders. Now let's assume for the sake of this that the Bronx and the Raiders both win this week. That means the Bronx will be on 30 points, sitting in ninth. And the last time that a team that's hit 30 and has not made the finals was in 1999. 1999? Yeah. Oh, There's been 20. a couple of 28s that have missed out, but 30, not since 99. Great for rugby league. <clears throat> it's the... It's the like, couldn't have almost worked out any better. The gap from ninth to, like you said, ninth to 11th, the gap from ninth to 12th, Broncos to Doggies, is seven wins. Yeah. Which yeah. is ridiculous. The one I keep looking at as a Raider, if the Raiders can get there, or it could be the Broncos, whatever. Of all the teams I don't want to play, or probably do want to play, I should say, in week one of finals, in that fifth spot is probably Parramatta. And they've been good, but it's Melbourne, Parramatta, Roosters, and then Bunnies. I'm just doing some quick math in the old <coughs> melon and I don't think there's a result barring a blowout scoreline where the Raiders can play para. So the Raiders likely week one are going to be playing either Melbourne or the Roosters. <sighs> Potentially the Bunnies, but likely the, the Storm or the Roosters. The Bunnies would have to have a huge win, wouldn't they? 32. There's, there are so many... Yeah. <laughs> because Storm play Eels 4v5 and Roosters play Bunny 6 and 7, there's a million different ways it can yeah. work out. But about the only way it can't work out is Parramatta 5th, which is not ideal yeah. for the Raids. Bunny's for and against about 50 points behind the Chooks mm. too. Yeah. So week one right now, what is it shaping up to be? Is it Storm versus Panthers? Oh, sorry. Um, Storm it, or Eels? V Penrith. V Penrith. Yep. <clears throat> and then it's Sharkies v Cowboys? Yeah, which is going to be interesting because... Uh, like assuming the Sharks win this week against Newcastle, but if the Cowboys, because it sounds like Penrith are going to wrestle yeah. their players this week, yeah. mm. which means Cowboys win and lock in probably third. And if I'm the Cronulla Sharks, that that win that the Cowboys got against the Tigers a few weeks ago is going to send the fucking Sharks up to North Queensland to play in a week one. Well, Sharkies, look at their points difference. The Sharkies are one eighty seven, two forty two. Yeah, okay, so. Yeah, that two points. That Holy two fuck. points is going to be massive if it does fall that way. As you go from Shark Park to North fucking Queensland. Far out. And then also, like, not only do they get those two points, they get a Penrith resting half their side. And, like, so if you're a Sharkies fan, you're almost Ooh. like, hang on a sec, how's that fair? That you get to just – they're playing a team that's a reserve grade side. Um, I will say, though, Cowboys and Sharkies on the weekend, they didn't convince me. Mm. The Sharkies, I was a bit um, – the, the Sharkies and Cowboys I've been teetering on like, yeah, I think they can challenge for a premiership, but I'm just a bit concerned they may not have that extra bit of X factor. Um, not X factor because they've got X factor, but just that next level. Mm. When the Roosters and the Storm take that next step, can the Shark – because like finals footy is, is another level. I, we, again, we haven't seen it, so we don't know. Yep. But I just – it wasn't a convincing like, – the Sharks wasn't convincing for me on the weekend. You, you've still got to put Dale Finucane back in there. You've got to put Will Kennedy back in there. Oh, they, they, they reckon that Katoa could come back from for finals too. Wow. They're saying he's Alan big. Too. That'd, that's that, big. That'd big. So I, I personally think Dale is the guy that has to be on the field. No <clears> questions <throat> asked. Come finals time. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, real, real. I've got a, got a good one for you. So if Parramatta beat Melbourne, more almost definitely week one of finals will be Penrith v Parra. Oh, fuck. And then we will also get Roosters v Rabbitohs. That is just if Parramatta beat Melbourne. <laughs> Holy Which shit. Which would also be Penrith v Parramatta. Isn't that the game that Nathan Cleary got his suspension for? He uh-huh. returned yep. for the same yep. game. Oh, yeah. Battle wow. The and, then, and then it'd be Raiders v Storm in Melbourne where we are absolute specials. We love going to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what a top eight. As I said, the good thing about it is, good thing for rugby league is mm. this top eight. Really, like, you know, yeah, they're a favourites, like the Roosters, the Panthers. But in saying that, like, there truly is, I, I honestly believe anyone in that top eight could go on a run. Mm. You know what I mean? Even the Raiders, even the Raiders. Like, they've won, what, of their, their last 10 games, it's like, what, seven? 11 from 15. They're 11 from 15. For the, for the sake of the, just the fun of the weekend, not from a Raiders fan point of view, but... I hope Melbourne Melbourne play Parra game one of the week, don't they? Yeah. So I hope Melbourne win that because then there's a million different things that could happen around that eight. But if they Parra win, it sort of narrows it down a lot. So yeah, it's ex- how exciting though. Mate, what a so great good. what a great weekend of footy we have coming up. Absolutely. How good if we get Roosters South two weeks on, in a row? Oh, <laughs> so good. I don't <laughs> know if Maddie can handle it. No, that just gave me like literal shivers. <laughs> That's tough. That'd be amazing. Mate, so good, so good. It's just like the one team to squeeze out of that is the Broncos. It's like, why me? <laughs> why me? Out of all those teams that could have fucking <laughs> fucked up, all those teams that could have gone or like the Eels, the Eels have turned around. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, nah, but it is going to be an incredible uh, final season. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.